So, here we go. The moment we've all been waiting for. Season one, episode one of the Live, Laugh, Love, Lad Baby podcast is finally here. And the moment I've been dreading, but Rox, Rox has been looking forward to. Yes. Is letting you all hear... For the very first time, her <laughs> podcast anthem. I feel like it needs a bit more of a hype guy, Mark. Okay, okay so, here for yes. one night only <gasps> is Roxanne with her podcast anthem. <laughs> yeah, was that all right? Hit it. Oh, here we go now. Get up. That's along. How did I agree one, to this? One, two, three, go. playing the full song. I was totally vibing then. That I've written a whole song for a podcast. You just turned it off. You right. cancelled me. Me and Rox have been arguing about this all week uh, because basically it's a podcast intro. Rox doesn't listen to a lot of podcasts, no. so she doesn't understand what's going on here. Well, just... An intro is only meant to be like 30 seconds long. Said who? Right. I don't think everyone wants to listen to two minutes 30 I of like you singing. a two minute intro. <laughs> I'll be honest. I like a warm up. Pre, pre-match everyone build up. Will, if... People will get bored of hearing that song every oh. week for a full two minutes 30. Let's okay? be honest, no one gets bored of Robin S. Show Me Love. That's a good song. That's right? a very good song. I'm not saying it's not a good song. Rewritten. I, just, I don't think that we need to play the full thing every single week, okay? What was the point of me actually creating an anthem then for everyone to enjoy this summer? Couldn't agree with you more. I'll make you a deal. I'll make you a deal, right? No one's heard it, Mark. And I, I don't think there's going to be a call for it. I don't think people need to hear any more than that. I think that's a great intro. Fine, but I creatively have created a right, song. Right, I'll make with you a deal. I, I've been thinking about this before we'd started. I'll make you a deal. If the podcast does well mm. and the first episode gets 50,000 people listen to it, oh, come on. That's hardly I'll, fair. I'll let you play the full song on episode two. You're not the gatekeeper to the song. 50,000 people. 50,000, yeah. Well, how many do you want? 10,000. I mean, I only know about, you know, five people, like my mum and that. They'll listen. Right, okay. 10,000. I'll make a deal. 10,000. If 10,000 people listen to this first episode of the podcast... Come on! I will let you play the full 2 minutes 30 of that song on episode two. If you're listening to the Live, Love, Love (laughs) podcast, please tell your mum, your aunt, your uncle, your pets, get your babies up, dance away, follow it, because I really want the world to hear this anthem. I've had to do sausage roll songs. I've had fun. But this is the time. This is her time. This is the Live, Laugh, Love time, baby. Well, that's your opportunity. (laughs) If somebody wants to hear the full thing, get everyone listening to it. Come uh, on, you know you want to. I'll let you play the full thing on episode two. Fine, let's do it, people. Team Rocks! Woohoo! Okay, well, uh, thank you everyone for coming to episode one. This is amazing. Uh, we've, you know, I've been wanting Rox to do a podcast for about two years now. Finally, yeah. I've convinced her to do one with me. I just um, wasn't sure. I've never really been, I, I, I'm not embarrassed to say it. I've never really had the time to listen to podcasts. She's not a podcaster. That. I'm not, but you know, you've been, you have slowly over two years been like, come on, it'll be fun. And I've yeah. seen more and more people doing it. So I'm like, okay, I want people to see who we are. Yeah, well, you know what? I thought it might be quite good 
for people, obviously a lot of people listening to this might know who we are. Yeah. They might follow us on social media. Mm. You know, we've been doing uh, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, everything for about six years now. Yeah. Um, obviously people might be joining that might know us from our Christmas songs, our yeah. sausage roll songs. Or my crazy dancing. They might know Rox's crazy <laughs> dancing from TikTok. <laughs> Uh, your children might be fans of our, uh, our kids' books. Um, but if you are joining, just brand new, and you've never heard of me and Rox... Um, We're married. Where have you been? <laughs> um, but yeah, shall we go back to sort of a bit yeah. of the beginning, tell like a real quick story of who we are? How we ended up together, love. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, so, you know, me and Rox have been together for... 13 years. Yeah, Mark, Mark always remembers the years. Yeah. So you're very romantic like that. I have to ask you how many years we've been together. Yeah. 13 years we've been together. 13 years. Now, me and Rox uh, met while I was in London. Yeah. So I was a graphic designer. Uh, Rox was an art director working in uh, graphic design agencies, branding agencies, advertising agencies around London. Yeah. Um, and we met in a bar one night. Yes, over a shot of Sambuca. <laughs> Oh, yes. I don't even like Sambuca. The classiest of all drinks. <laughs> uh, yeah, was was in a, a basement bar for any of you uh, London folk. The, the bar was called Jerusalem. Oh, what was that like? It, it's like the main hub of where everyone went at that it time. It kind of was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. a little basement bar just near uh, Oxford Circus. Uh, called Jerusalem. I bought rocks a shot in there, and then this this is you was at the bar looking all tall and handsome, Ooh, and I actually mysterious. thought, oh, he's a bit of all right. Yeah. <laughs> and then you went shot, and I was like, I've met my dream man. <laughs> <laughs> Someone that's buying shots in London is made of money. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I, yeah, that's when you used to get your wallet out, love. <laughs> well, what was funny was I bought Roxy's shot, um, and you know we was there was we had like groups of friends that all sort of knew each other. So we got introduced to each other and Rox made me get my phone out I and did. add her on Facebook. I actually made she was you like, get be your phone my out. friend. Get your phone out. Befriend me. That was like weird... She was obsessed with me. I was. She was well, obsessed. Well, I wasn't obsessed, but I just knew that she didn't want to, I loved you. She wanted me you. to get away. I literally loved you. She knew she'd got a good catch instantly. <laughs> oh, didn't want God. me escaping. Here we go. Made me add her on Facebook instantly. Yeah, um, I did. I did make you add me, and then the next day, you did message me. Yeah. You were at football, hilariously. You yeah, were at I Forest. Went, I went to watch Forest the next day. Um, <laughs> and then we just, we we weren't like, we were just, we went on a date, didn't we? We went on and a then few we, dates. Um, but and, very quickly, we were just like, yeah, we love each other, cool, let's get on with it. Like that, <laughs> I, that's how I feel it went in my head. Yeah. Do you no, I mean, I mean, it did happen very quickly. We sort of moved in together after about six months. Months, Yeah. Um, we lived in one, we lived in a room, your room, didn't we? We lived in like... So you, I, you... I'm originally from Nottingham and I'd moved down to London to, you know, pursue my career as a graphic designer, uh, <laughs> but I had no money. I was skint, right? Yeah. So I was renting this one, uh, I wouldn't even say bedroom, just one it was a room. room. Yeah. It was a studio flat um, above a pub in North London. Um, and I always, it, I always said it was the best place I ever lived, right? Because... The, the the bed was a sofa bed, like an IKEA job. Honestly, it was amazing. This place, right? Uh, the, the room was was tiny. Like I'm talking, like you know, six meters by six meters. Square. And you're six was, foot eight, yeah. so like you literally were a little bit away from both wall either end. But you? what was amazing about it was that from lying down in bed, I could <laughs> oh, yeah. open the fridge, get out bacon, 
and put it on the hob without getting out of bed. I could <laughs> I could do it all laying down because it was so small. Those were the best hangovers I ever had. Yeah, we didn't have to get out of <laughs> we bed. We didn't for have it. to get out of bed, and we didn't even have a wardrobe. We put it under the. We didn't under have a wardrobe. The Underneath the bed is where all our clothes and all our belongings went. And the bathroom had no like it no was hot just, water. It felt like it was outside because there was no no heating. heating, no hot water. They were the best memories. In I, my I opinion. used to have to boil the kettle and mix it with a bit of cold and then pour it over the shower so rocks could have a, a lukewarm shower. Remember? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh. So we lived there for about not quite a year. We lived there a little while, um, and then we got a flat to like a proper flat together, a little one bedroom flat, um, not far from there. Yeah. Where we was for about four years, we rented yeah. that whilst we were both working in London, living in yeah. London. That was like zone four of London. Um, we just had like you know just everyday jobs, really, wasn't it? Yeah. It was kind of just 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 going about. Never had a lot of money. Never had you know. It's kind of just we were just you know, yeah, getting by, average, we? really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then we decided that we wanted to, after being together about five years, we wanted to try and get a house. We wanted to settle down. You know, we had this idea about one day having kids. So. We obviously couldn't afford to buy in London because no. it's so terribly expensive. So because I wanted to be, uh, you know, have a quick access up the M1 to go and watch Forest, <laughs> we had to go <laughs> north of London. So we started looking around Watford and all those areas, eventually ended up in Hemel Hempstead. Big shout out to Hemel. Boop, boop. Uh, we bought a new build house on uh, at Hemel, didn't we? And we was there for five years yeah and that's where we we got married we 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 eloped to vegas didn't we we went to vegas one day we just went should we book a holiday and you were like yeah and you went to me should we go vegas i was like but if we go vegas we'll end up you know married and you're like yeah, yeah all right. right and i went oh, okay then and then we just went we just went to vegas and, and we, we just got married. little white wedding chapel 500 quid wasn't it we got the we got the Michael got Jordan the Michael package. Jordan package. Uh, you got so free glasses. With you got that. two free commemorative uh, engraved glasses. <laughs> you got a bouquet, and you got right. a photographer and a witness. They supplied a witness as well. Best day of my life. That was five hundred dollars. I mean, cheapest slash best wedding. It ever. was. It was banging. And then we had a massive hamburger for our like first yeah. meal. Whatever they say, it was brilliant. We spent all the time in Vegas. And then we had Phoenix, didn't we? Well, and, yeah. And then we got back, and then a year later, we fell pregnant. And that was when kind of the the journey into lad baby started, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, weirdly, um, like the, we were I, never on that path to do what we've done. No, we weren't. We weren't. It was we, never. It was never like an intended thing, was it? No. Um, so basically, what what happened was we, you know, Rox found out she was pregnant, um, and and you know, like like I think a lot of uh, expectant mums started reading everything, reading yeah. all the all the books. Started panicking. Like, like literally everything, <laughs> every blog, every vlog, everything. Yeah. Rox was into it, right? I was and on Instagram it. She was a lot. I liked Instagram. Is I was. What I'd say. She, yeah. was, she was plugged in. I was right, knee deep. To, to, to motherhood. Um, <laughs> I, on the other hand, didn't have a flipping clue what you I was doing. You had never held a baby, right? Well, none of my friends were in that same position, right? None of my friends were married. None of them was having kids. None of them was yeah. going through that. And I didn't have anyone in my life with little babies. So I was going... Oh my God, what, am, what I am I doing? Yeah. Right? I, I've got no idea. You know, I'm dyslexic. So, I, you know, I struggle reading. So, I, I, you know, that's one of the things I struggle with. So it wasn't like I was going to pick up this manual of how to be a dad and learn from it. Yeah. So Rock started putting me onto, um, you know, mum bloggers and vloggers on Instagram and, and Facebook and that and said, there's lots of great mums out there telling stories of parenthood. Why don't you, you know, read some of this? And I did. And it was amazing. You you said to me, Rox, there's just no one, there's no one like just me, you know, like, 
There's no like, I don't know, builder or butcher or plumber or anyone just like who sounds like mm. me doing there was, this. There was, like, there was dad bloggers. Yeah, and, there were. And, and they were great, but I didn't feel like there was any that was, um, I don't know, like Joe Bloggs. Like, yeah. They were very London-centric, a lot of the the dad bloggers. They, they yeah. all had, there was all middle to upper class. Mm. Um, and they all was kind of portraying an almost perfect Instagram perfection yeah. of parenthood, which is amazing. But, but we just didn't have But a I was like, that's not my reality. You know, yeah. me and Rox were, uh, you know, middle to lower working class family. Uh, and and I was like, where is the, the bloke that's, hi, my name's Dave, I run a chippy and I've had three kids yeah. and this is my experience. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that I felt with a lot of dad bloggers was no one was truly embracing being a dad. And what yeah. I mean by that is like, at the time, it was at, quite at the like time, hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted like the, the thing for me about becoming a dad is I get to le- relive my childhood again, right? Yeah. That that is the best thing for me, <laughs> right? It, as a thirty-five-year-old man, I can't go to Legoland, <laughs> right? That's weird if I go to Legoland on my own. If I go to Legoland with my kids, <laughs> now it's okay. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I don't look weird. <laughs> Although I did go Disneyland for my thirtieth without any kids, and you looked weird. Um, <laughs> But that was my thought. True. I was like, you know what? All these things, Lego and all, the, all these amazing things about being a, a kid, I get to do again. So I was like, you know what? There's no dad doing this. I'm no. just going to do it. I, I'm going to start a blog. I'm going to start taking photos and, and just documenting it. And sort yeah. of, um, am I, I'll be honest, my hope was that I'd make a few friends on, yeah. online that might be going through a similar life experience. Well, support you through it. Cause it it's I hard. could build a little bit of a community mm. and it, it would take off. And, and the other thing that I also thought, and this kind of, so I started doing the journey is I started doing that sort of just before Phoenix was born, didn't I? Yeah. Just as we started, found out. It, I was and, pregnant with Phoenix and then you, you sort of start, you were like, I'm, let's, well, we were like, let's do lab baby. Yeah. We call it lab baby. The logo. I'm a lad. I'm having a baby. Yeah. And I, and the logo you designed, if you don't know, the logo of lab baby is actually the silhouette of my baby bump. Yes, yeah, a profile, side profile <laughs> yeah. of rocks. Yeah. Uh, the baby bump. That was where the idea for the logo came about. Yeah. Um, so I thought, you know what, I'm just going to, so I just took photos and just, just wrote like a little paragraph about it. And I tried to be funny and I posted that every day and then Phoenix came along um, and I still did it, just photos. You did it for like a year, I did photos it? every single day for a year, right? And, and I had to give up my job because... The thing was, we Mark was still working in, we were both working in London and then obviously I went on maternity leave. And at the time, you weren't, they, there was no flexi time no. for women. Like I wasn't able to go back to my career or my job. And I wanted, I, I was always like, if I have a chance to kind of be at home and bring up the kids, then I'm going to try. But we, we, in the end, it made more sense for me to give up my career my job and and you carried on yeah. going into London didn't you and then basically I was at home with Phoenix and and you was just you were so, so yeah, vlogging I, and working so I, I was I, I I continued you know as as being a graphic designer Rox decided to to give up her job to be you know the full-time mum but I mean it was such a difficult time because yes that there was definitely no way of you being able to return to work there wasn't no. that sort of channel back for you to be almost a, a I parent. couldn't afford the childcare and working if I'd worked I would like we had to pay the childcare it was the same amount of money child as a mortgage care ended yeah. up being more expensive than what it would be for what Rox would earn yeah but the problem that we had at this point was that Rox giving up to bring up Phoenix was an amazing like family choice that we wanted to make but from a financial point of view, Rox always earned more money than me. Yeah, because I'm older. Because Rox and was I've a couple been in of the years older. Longer. Yeah, Rox had a different job title to me. 
her job paid more. So when Rox decided to give up to to look after Phoenix, financially that we kind just, of yeah. broke us. Like, we did it, yeah. It really did. We were working jobs, but we just, we after the bills and like, we didn't really have a lavish lifestyle. Like after just getting uniform or, you know, school uniform or, you know, the car and stuff like that, there was just nothing left. No. Was there? There was like... Off of, off of my one income, we obviously had the mortgage. We, we had yeah. like bills to pay, like, you know, gas, electric, all, yeah. all the, you know, TV license, all those things, phone bills. Yeah. At the end of all that, it got, I mean... It got to the point where we was on about twenty pounds a week. Yeah, that, that... I, rem- I remember going to that. There's that story that people always talk to me about. That I had twenty a twenty pound note, and I went to the supermarket, didn't I? I went. To yeah, the... and you were short. I and you was were short. Oh, yeah. someone, someone in a queue g- gave you basically a pound because you because you were short. Yeah, and I, I I always remember going like with the budget and you know a calculator and going around the shop because. I, I had to get nappies and wet wipes and I had to get all of these things because obviously you, you've, I've had a baby and that was my choice, but yeah. I, we had to just, everything went really. Yeah. We, we, we had nothing. So we was basically struggling to get by. We was on the, I was working, Rox was looking after Phoenix and I was still doing lad baby on the side. I was still taking photos. And yeah. at this point, you know, I, I was noticing that some of the big mum bloggers and vloggers were getting deals. I, I saw that, you know, some of these, they were working for like Pampers. They were working for like yeah. Pampers and baby brands and Johnson and Johnson. And I seen that they were getting freebies. They were getting yeah. free nappies, right? And I thought, right. That's how we can get one of our biggest outgoings as a family at that point, outside of the bills, was nappies. Yeah. Nappies, wet wipes, formulated milk, those sort of things were the biggest expense. So I was like, I, I Lad Baby has to get to a point. Where yeah. I'm getting free nappies. <laughs> like that, that was my goal. That was What's like, your goal? I, I remember like, you saying, I'm trying to make some dads. Rocks. I'm going to get, I'm going to get us some free nappies and yeah. that's going to sort us out, right? Cause that's going to free up so much money on the bill. Um, but it didn't really work. No, it didn't work. And I, I tried that and it got to the point where we was in this financial position. We've been doing lad baby about a year and a half. I just started to, I was just doing photos still. And I was kind of... You were going to give it up. I was going to give it up. You was. I remember you saying to me, I can't do this anymore. It was kind of not worth the time because it wasn't making any money. It was just taking time. And I thought, what's the point? Yeah. At that point, I had a thousand followers. Um, And then I thought, you know what? I'm going to make a video. I saw that some of these other bloggers would do vlogs. And I thought, I'm going to make a video. When there's the opportunity arises for me to tell a story, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Uh, And I did. And it came about two weeks later. I lost Phoenix's lunchbox. Um, and I made this video about me finding a replacement for his lunchbox in a toolbox. A toolbox cost four pounds. Lunchbox cost fifteen. I took, brought it back. I put his sandwiches in it and his drinks. Flipped it over. Then I put some toys in it. Yeah. I just made a video. I just made it on my phone. I used an app that was free. The whole thing was free. I uploaded it to Facebook um, on a Saturday night at nine o'clock, and that was it. I went to bed. Yeah, went, we completely. I put it on Facebook tomorrow. You said one, you was like, I've made a video. I've put it on, and the next day we had a one-year-old's birthday party. That, we didn't even check it. I put it on Facebook. Yeah. We watched a film. We went to bed. We got up Sunday. Went to this one-year-old's birthday party, <laughs> and this is when this dad came over to me. Right, you uh, was at, at the buffet at the time. I was at the buffet, of course. <laughs> As I, always, I had a paper plate with some peanuts on it and, and some, you know, sausage rolls. Sausage rolls. And on the other hand, I had some strawberry jelly. Um, <laughs> And one of the other dads, Simon, he came over to me and he went, cool, your video's doing well, isn't it? And I went, oh, I, I didn't know you followed. <laughs> and he went, what do you mean? I was like, oh, I didn't know you followed my like lad baby page. And he went, oh, no, I've seen it. Like loads of people have been sharing it. And I was like, oh, right. And he went, yeah, it's had like 
500,000 views. And I was like, nah, like 500 views. Yeah, because at the time... I've only got 1,000 like followers. No, was it 1,000? 1, yeah, 1,000 followers. So I was like, 500 views, mate. <laughs> and he went, no, no, check your phone, right? Got my phone out. My phone was basically exploding. <laughs> you just had notifications. It was like, just ring, firing, ding, 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 like Honestly, notifications going Even my mad. phone was going mental from people going, oh my God, Mark, Mark, what have you said? <gasps> like, no one, and, and we had no idea what was going on. I didn't we we wasn't clue. prepared for this. You know, I was, was eating birthday crazy. cake and on a bouncy castle. I was, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, was... So literally, I was like, okay, I don't know what I'm meant to do. We left the birthday party, we came home, uh, and that's when Lad Bible contacted us. Yeah, they rung you. Uh, they meant... emailed, they emailed me. Um, and they were like, we love this video. Would you share it? Would you let us share it onto our Lad Bible page? Um, I remember you just like. I just like, rocks. You'll never guess. Yeah. Because at that time, that's when Lad, Lad Bible, Bible was, was like. Peak. Yeah, it was, it was peak. crazy. I'm talking six years ago. Like every viral video went on there. Um, and th it was like, th there was no payment. There was no money. No. Like, it, there wasn't a fee. It there was, was just, no monetization or anything like that at that time. No, it was just, would we let them share it? So I was yeah. like, yep, you can share it. Just tag in my Facebook page. So they did that. Um, oh, God. The video ended up getting a million views in less than 24 hours. Uh, and after being on Lad Bible for a week, it had 52 million views. It was mad. And it was insane. It was on every news, everything. And we were like, what? It just went, it was in newspapers. It was just mad. And we were just like, what is going on? What's going on? But what it did is it took my, uh, the Lad Baby Facebook page from 1,000 followers or so to 25,000 followers overnight. Yeah. So I was like, okay. I remember you just, I know, I know you probably won't want to say this. I remember you just crying because you were like so relieved. You were like, well, I was going to give it all up because I didn't yeah. think it was going to work, Rox. And I was like, I think you're quite good at making videos, love. Like maybe you should make <laughs> another video, love. Make another video. And, and so that's what we did. So Although there was no money in it, but I was like, Mark, you're... Your video, I mean, this video. 52 is, million views in a week, Mark. Make another video. Make another video, love. You might get a pack of pampers. <laughs> yeah. So that was what I did. So basically that became like the standard. I would work Monday to Friday yeah. in, in the normal job. Um, I'd and I, mum Monday to Friday. Rox was mumming. And then on a weekend, I'd make a video on a Saturday and I'd post it on a Sunday. Um, and we, and, we'd make like, Lab Baby became like the weekend because we still couldn't afford to do anything so, so yeah financially it hadn't changed anything yeah. we were still living on exactly the same budget the yeah. only thing now is we was having this huge viral success right yeah. and every single week we did these videos and they were getting crazy views right they, there was 70 million on one of them I, I remember yeah, I mean, it going was, crazy there was so many videos we did where I built baby walkers and I cut a door in half they were the a stair gate and yeah. I did a I filled a skip full of water these views are getting millions and millions of views um but it didn't really mean much because you we weren't making money from them. No. But there was no way. You were still working. In I was still fact, working. you had to get a new job to get I, your I, money. Yeah, I changed jobs at that point because we needed more money. So I, I had to move jobs to, to up my salary, which thank God I did. Yeah. Um, and then after about six months of doing videos and getting all these millions of views, the first um, the first brand came to us. That was Scale oh, Electric. Yeah. Oh, uh, they were the first brand I think we ever worked with. Sky Electrics. I'll always have a really soft place in my heart for Sky Electrics because I remember that and being like, we, like just the relief because yeah. it was six. We we were having to go. You were having to do go like on the news and things like that, and you couldn't afford the train fare there. Yeah. Do you remember my like my some my mum had to give us like a tenner for you to go to the actual yeah like it, it was mad. wasn't it, it was MTV mad. or something? It was crazy. Yeah. So. <laughs> It's, 
so we basically, but yeah, basically Scale Electric came along. That was our first, our first big deal. I can't remember exactly. I, I think it was, did they pay us 2000? Yeah. I think it was 2000 pound they paid us. Yeah. And oh my God, that was like, that it was, was like, life changing. And we put it straight into savings. We did. It was, and like, was like, and we lived okay. on that for months. And we lived on that £2,000 for I, I don't know how long. Like, that like topped up our wage for so long. We paid for Christmas everything for yeah. us because it was a lot of money. That was, yeah. It is a lot of money. Yeah. Um, and then after two years, that was when it changed because that's when... Uh, Facebook rung fa you one day. Facebook don't rang us from LA and was like... Hi. We're Facebook. Hey guys, like, what? We're Facebook. And you, um, I remember you on the phone like, it's Facebook. I was, I was like, like, what? Is this a prank? Is this one of my mates just going? It's Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, so, Facebook rang us and they said that they were looking to turn on ads. They were going to start running ads on Facebook. Uh, and did they? Did, did we want our videos to start having, having ads? ads? And it was the same way that it did on YouTube, right? So mm. it's just a pre-roll ad or an ad in the middle. Uh, did we want it? And they said that would start creating a revenue for us and we could actually earn a little bit of money from the videos yeah um and we said yeah we said you know we're doing it two years we'd had a, at that point a couple of deals but nothing crazy yeah um but we that, just had so much fun making those videos it was like those memories are very like i don't know uh, those days of like we were new parents yeah. uh, the bit like lab baby sort of took off and we had this new little beautiful baby boy that we were able to then like we had to hack our way through it because even yeah. though you were making stair walkers and gates that you were cutting in half, we were doing that because you couldn't afford a stair gate and we couldn't actually afford the... Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, it was a practical solution to our problem. Actual, yeah. Because I couldn't afford another stair gate. No. So that's why I cut a door in half. Yeah. I was just then filming it. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, Facebook, they, they turned on ads and, and, that, and that did change our life. And, and that was the point of which yeah. Facebook, you know... Facebook gets a lot of bad, a bad press, and it, does, it, isn't, yeah. it isn't amazing for a lot of reasons. But it changed our life. It did. It did, and it didn't happen overnight. And it took a, it took a long, a long while. And it takes a series of videos to do well and it, to make a little bit of money, and then some make more than others. And um, we now, to this day, we've got now thirteen million followers. Yeah, from one thousand to thirteen. From that one thousand to thirteen in what six years? Six it's, years. It's, yeah, it's wild. It is wild. Um, and then what happened was. Uh, from when that happened to then, that was when we was like, okay, we're now making a bit of money and then we're going to keep growing the platform. And then we started to really just like, just do things that try to make people us, happy. Yeah. Us happy and, and our audience happy, yeah. right? It was like, what can we do that's fun? What can we do that's silly? What can make people laugh? We really wanted Loud Baby to be a place of just... Positivity. Yeah. And also at the time, like there was lots happening. Like people were going through things like, you know, even, even in COVID. Remember when like well, mm. COVID happened and then... We were making videos through that because we were always at home making videos and we were just trying to make people feel good, yeah. really, because life can be quite hardcore and yeah. heavy for a lot of people. And, and that was where the idea of the Christmas songs came about, right? Yeah. So one of our audience uh, basically <laughs> tweeted, you know, at this point, they my, my lover sausage rolls had come through, through through the content. I was eating sausage rolls in videos. It became a bit of a joke. I was deliberately doing it more and more to see... How you didn't realise though at the time. No, in the beginning You'd it always... was never a deliberate thing. No, I, I, I was eating sausage rolls. People are like, oh, he's always eating sausage rolls in videos, and I was like, oh yeah, no, <laughs> what a coincidence! I actually, am. <laughs> always eating sausage rolls. So I was like, I'm going to play up to it and ate more. Um, and then someone just said, yeah, why don't you do a song about sausage rolls? Yeah, and so that was <laughs> like you do. Yeah, it's and, not and, normal uh, that though, Mark. You know. <laughs> 
I don't know, but that, that song, We Built This City, like it's just a song that people sing in pubs anyway. I we built this city on sausage. Well, it was I won't a- lie, I've never heard it down south. I'll, I'll be honest. But- right. Well, it's just a thing I've, I'd heard in pubs and at football yeah. games and whatever, and it just wasn't uncommon to me. It just was a joke. And I was like, okay, that's funny. Let's see if we can write a whole song about it and release it. And yeah. I, I, I mean... I'll be honest, I'd never sung karaoke in my life. I, you can't, I, I, I love you, but you are tone deaf, love. And I hate it. I hate, <laughs> I, I, I don't like singing. I can't sing. I don't like the sound of my own singing voice. But to but be But I was fair, like, you know what? It doesn't matter. No, because we, very early on, like, we, we my mum, she volunteered for the Trussell Trust, wasn't she? So yeah, she, yeah, was, she volu- was volunteering. My mum volunteers for charities and stuff, and she volunteered for it. And she said to me one day... The Trussell Trust being a food bank. A food bank, yeah. So we, we're ambassadors of food banks. I don't know if everyone knows. But my mum, she was volunteering there, and she came home, she was over one day, and she said to me, oh, Roxanne, like... Um, Oh, so there's so many families coming into food banks. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, well, just like you and, you know, the boys and whatever, every day, it's getting more and more. There are more families coming in that I'm having to feed. And I said, what? Like, I'll be honest, I wasn't really aware of. Yeah. I thought home ba- food banks were more for like the homeless. And I didn't realise there were people who were working and, you know, yeah, had families there. I, I agree. I, I didn't realise <clears throat> the, the the scale of the problem at that point. Before no. we'd released our first song, yeah. I, I knew that food banks existed, but I didn't know the scale no, of the it problem. Was, it was more for sort of, it was kind of, no one talked about food No, banks. it was a bit of a taboo. It was like, yeah, it was more sort of homeless people or, you know, destitute. And yeah. And my mum said, why don't you, you know, why don't you do something? She was like, oh, why don't you Do a fundraiser or something. I was like, oh. And then you... That was when I I was like, okay, well, I've had this idea about this this song. So I was like, it's going to be... But she surprised me. uh, And I was like, it's going to be Christmas number one. right? And everyone was like, yeah, yeah. All my mates. But you referred to it as the Christmas number one song. I only ever... I was like, it's going to be Christmas number one. And they were like, what do you mean? You can't sing. You've not recorded it. You've not been... I was like, yeah, yeah, no, but I'm going to get Christmas number one. But it it was just a joke. But you was always a bit like... But I was just like, yeah, come on. Come on. It's going to be Christmas number one. And and I just had this like confidence of like, come on. If I believe it, it's going to happen. We're going to do manifest, it. You manifested it. I manifested that, it. Um, no, I, I just had, I, I just said it. Like, we're going to do it. You did refer to it as the number one. Yeah. Always. Even yeah. produced to producers and everything. And they would look at you Everyone like... Everyone thought I was mental. He is yeah. insane. Yeah, because I, that was all I ever said. It's going to be Christmas I mean, number it one. is an insane concept and it was insane. I remember when, when like, the, the producer, so that was, like, through someone we knew, he came in and I just said to him, I was like, oh, have you ever worked on a Christmas number one? Like, I, I just, as if it was going to be <laughs> Christmas number one. <laughs> to a point where I was like, yeah, well, this Christmas number one needs to be. And people would look at us like, these yeah. two are in, these two So I was right. telling everyone that, but in reality, it's... I hoped top 40, right? <laughs> in, in my mind, I was like, if we can get this to top 40, I'm going to tell everyone for the rest of their life that I'm a pop star. That was like my goal. I was like, all my mates, I'm never going to live it down. I'm just going to be my claim to fame forever. <laughs> Hey, do you remember when I got top 40? I'm a oh pop star. God. Mark loves to wind people up. He is like that of nature. <laughs> no, but I'm at the not. same time, it was also, we were like, oh, we don't care if people are laughing at us because yeah. so much money of this, so much is going to go to the charity. Who yeah. can, no one's going to argue with a charity song. It's a charity song. Yeah, that's people it. jump out of airplanes for charity. Like, this is a thing. Yeah. So that was it what was... we did. So we went and recorded it and we said, well, 100% of the profit. So, Every time somebody buys it, yeah. the profits go to the charity. And that was what we did, and we hoped it would do well. Um, and as you all know by now, it did extremely well. It got, uh, it got to number one. That was 
And, uh, I mean, and we and, bit, it was Ariana Grande. Was it Ariana it was Grande Ariana... and Stormzy? No, 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 it was, Ari- it was Ariana Grande and she had that song, Thank You, Thank Next. Thank you, next, next. And it had been number one for like 11 weeks. It was like enormous. And we just went into this, that week going, yeah, it's never going to do it. Of course yeah. it's not. It's Ariana yeah. Grande. And then we was number two in the midweeks on that Monday. And literally everyone around me was going, yeah, number two in the midweeks, but you won't be able to carry that on. You won't be able to, you know, beat Ariana. Didn't the BBC, well, who was it? The who, BBC said, there's no there's way you'll no do way it. There's no way that Lab Baby will do this. Yeah, there's no way Lab Baby will be able to do it. Um, we that, were like, oh, go. It doesn't matter. It doesn't it's, matter. It's we're going to try. We're going to try. Yeah. We're going to throw everything at it. And I think on that last day, but the we was 10,000 behind. Yeah, Ariana. Because she was getting was, like millions of streams a day. Yeah, we, she was 10,000 sales in front of us and we had one day left. And I was like, okay, we're not going to close that gap. And we were like, it's okay. And we were like, that's great. We've had the top We've got time. number two. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. But we're not going to get number one. And no. that was it. And we kind of accepted it. Um, and oh, then, yeah. Yeah. And, and then, then we happened. found out on the radio and we were like, and then what? we're there. The muffin break. Scott it's Mills just... going, guys, <laughs> you're number one. A sausage and we, roll. We, basically, we got, to, I think we got. Tw- uh, uh, look, I'll get goosebumps from it now. I think we got 20,000 downloads on that last day. My goodness, look at that. Um, sorry, I'm just actually showing. I no one can see no what you're on a podcast. I've got the biggest goosebumps ever because it still to this day makes me choke up at that yeah. that achievement for us and the charity and everyone. It was yeah, just so it, good. I think we got 20,000 on that last day. It got us to number one. Um, and again, insane. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. And uh, then we went on to do it every year for five years. And then, yeah. And then, you know what? It became a bit of a tradition throughout the year. People would message and go, uh, please do another please song. Please do another song. Have you thought about this song, this song, this song? And, and that but was... then, but what happened very quickly was people were then messaging me as well going, I'm a nurse and I'm living on a food bank and I'm a teacher and I'm having to feed the children coming in. Yeah. COVID just happened and now I can't afford my school uniform. So thousands of emails a day i probably get thousands of emails a week now yeah. saying thank you for feeding us from food banks this, i've got back on my feet and i now have a job or you know so many people were messaging to food banks to the yeah. trust trust to us going this is making a massive difference in the mm. uk like yeah. you can't give up now don't don't listen to the haters don't listen to carry on and we were yeah. like okay yeah i can see What's happening here? Yeah, that was the incentive and, to do another song. Well, yeah. And, and to do one every year since. Because if you can help people, why wouldn't you? If we've got this social media platform and we have the ability to raise money and yeah. to raise awareness and to shine, shine a light on, on all these people, then why would we not do it? I know. Um, for even that, for even through if we have a hard time with what's, what's happened, mm. we hey, look, I'll, I'll still be honest, believed like, in it. Yeah, like the, those, those Christmas periods are like, the, the busiest, most crazy few weeks ever. We don't, and it's people a, don't know this though. People don't know, like we don't sleep much really. The two yeah. week period of Christmas because, you know, we're trying to, if you're doing like a charity campaign where you're trying to make sure the charity benefit from it and you're trying to make sure that you're doing the right thing. and you're, we're, we're basically having daily conversations with the charity throughout those two weeks. Yeah. We're, we're talking to TV stations, radio stations, doing interviews, as well as trying to, look after our two kids, kids at yeah. the most magical time of year and make sure they go and see Santa yeah. and go to Winter Wonderland and get their presents. So it's it's always like such a, an intense couple of weeks that going for Christmas number one, but yeah. of course it's worth it. And, it that, is, and that's yeah. why we've always done it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so yeah, we had that one and then it, it turned into five. Yeah. This year was the fifth 
And what are you? Let's let's save it. Let's save the rest of that. Okay. Let's save that for next week. Tune in next week to find out. Yeah, because I feel like we've. I feel like that's the point of which you've kind of got a bit of a bit of a background about yeah. where we've come from. We've had one Christmas number one, and then come back next week, and because there's so much to tell you about how we then got. Ronan Keaton involved, Ed oh, Sheeran, yeah. Elton John, yeah, Martin Lewis. Yeah, what Ed Sheeran, Elton John were like, Martin Lewis, yeah. Um, and I don't feel like this podcast will be like three hours long if we try and do it all in one <laughs> it's go. It's already been like half hour, isn't it? Yeah. So, <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Uh, next week, we'll tell you about Ed and Elton. Um, but yeah, that's just, if, if you're new and you don't know who Lad Baby are and what me and Rox are about. That's our story. That's a very quick rundown yeah. of who we are. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. I feel right. like clapping. Well done. We talked for a whole 30 minutes. I know. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> right. Um, this, what next? This what? is our first feature. Ooh. I'm excited. And oh, here I've, we I've go. spent ages. I've got some little soundboards and some, oh, some little clips. Oh, he's made an effort. Hello. I've got a soundboard in front of me. Oh, no. Lo- lots of sounds on this soundboard. It's a very colourful soundboard, Mark. There's lots of different sounds. So I can do things uh, like this. Did that play? No. <laughs> oh. Oh. Or if if Rox is telling one of her jokes. That's so not even funny. Don't, Rox, you're going to annoy me with them. If I'm about to drop a sick mixtape. <laughs> right, so. DJ! I've even got. That's just machine guns. I don't know. I, I, don't, I mean, you just never know. Oh, and this is why I shouldn't have let you have a soundboard. Yeah, I've, I'll got, be honest. I've got a soundboard. It's Sorry, amazing. I apologise for um, that But the first feature we have, and it's going to be one of the features we do every week, and it's going to be something that we want you guys to take, uh, take an involvement in. We want to hear from you. So, Rox, are you ready? Go on. First feature, if she remembers. First feature oh. is... Dial a dilemma. Have you got a dilemma, a problem? Do you need some help and advice? Dial a dilemma. <laughs> she got her phone got voice it. out. Oh my God, I brought the phone voice out. This uh, is the Dial a Dilemma call centre. How may I help you? Guys, this is called <laughs> Dial a Dilemma and we want to hear from you. We want you to send us your dilemmas, whether or not that's about your family life, yeah. about parenting, about your pets. Your partner. Your partner, oh, about your football team, whatever Karen. whatever your dilemma is, yeah. we want to hear from you. Um, and go you can, in, you can go in, you can tell us whatever. We are non-judgmental here, obviously. And what will happen is you'll give us a dilemma and me and Rox will tell you how to solve that dilemma. And you'll get very different responses because me and Mark solve dilemmas and problems very differently. If you want to send us your dilemma, you can do so by emailing us at ladbabypodcast at gmail.com ladbabypodcast at gmail.com um, yeah send us your dilemma and we'll read them out every week and subject it dial a dilemma because there's subject many segment, segments to this, yes. this podcast so because we because obviously this is the first one we haven't had a, a, a one from all of you no so I've had one in the real world though Rox has had one in the real yeah. world that she's going to put to us now so a real world because I said this was going to happen so I'm not going to say who it is but they've given me a dilemma okay, okay? someone that we know okay. someone we know fine their husband, okay, oh, maybe giving it away there. Yeah, uh, plays way too much of the PlayStation. Okay, what's Play, the problem? Gaming, what's the dilemma? Gaming all the time. Okay, she wants to know how she can get him to pay more attention to her, Ooh. or just get off the game okay. because it's getting annoying now. Like okay. to a point where he needs to. So he's up. playing the PlayStation too much. Too much. She's annoyed. She wants some attention. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great dilemma. 
Do you want to go first? Yes. What would your recommendation be? Well, do you her? want me to go first? Yeah, yeah, go on, yeah. go on. So my recommendation for this, because I've had a little time to think about this. Great. My recommendation would be, and this is what I honestly told her to her face, um, if it was me right. and you was playing the PlayStation all the time, not yeah. doing what you should be doing in life, right. I would get a pair of scissors from the kitchen cupboards. Sounds I drastic. Walk, I would walk swiftly up to the plug socket, yeah. switch it off, and I'd cut the plug off. I, mean, I was in a disan mm. disarming from from the actual machine, right? And I know it might make the kids cry. I'm, I'm I feel a bit like of a harsh. It's, it's going to antagonise the situation, though, isn't it? It's going to make the situation worse, not better. Would Why? you not agree? Because he was he's going to get angry about I, you destroying his place. I'm angry that I'm having to do everything, and I'm it's not, not it's getting not attention. It's not a civilized way of, of of approaching it, is it, Roxanne? I'm not civil, and I and I don't profess to be. <laughs> I am very uncivil at times, and okay. if I'm honest, I'm direct. I mean, right. <laughs> I mean, I... Cut I... him off from the energy, straight away. Okay, drastic. That's Cut a drastic response. Cut it off. Cut it it's off. It's a drastic approach. You know what? Oh, here we go. Level-headed <clears throat> man. I'll tell you what you got to do. Oh, the you, face. you got to find go out, right, let's, let's, I don't know what the game is. Let's say it's a football game. Right. Fortnite. Fortnite. I don't know. What let's, all right, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's, whatever the game. Right. Let's find out what the game FIFA, is. FIFA. The the most annoying game. Let's, of all. let's say it's FIFA. Right. Go right. On. When he goes out, yeah. when he goes to work, when he goes to bed, get on that PlayStation. Right. What? Play it. Yes. Why? Learn how to play the game that he's playing. Right. Why? You're she gonna... doesn't want to be on the game. No. 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 You're going to learn to play it while he's out the house. Secretly, you're going to learn to play it, right? <laughs> Without him knowing, right? Right. You're then going to do this for a few weeks. You're going to get so good at this game and he's going to have no idea. <gasps> what you a then, strategy. You then set him an ultimatum. You go, right, I'll make you a little deal. If I can beat you at FIFA, you can't go on it again this week. No. Right? You set him a deal. Or if, if I beat you, you've got to get rid of the game. He'll be so confident. Be like, what? Yeah, all right. Yeah, go on then. What? So you're saying if I challenged you to FIFA, you'd if be like, If you yeah. came downstairs and went, I'm going to challenge you to game of FIFA. And if, if I went, you've got to throw the PlayStation away. I would be like, this is the most amazing challenge ever. And you can, you can throw something in there like, oh, and if I lose, you know, I'll do all the laundry, all the cooking or whatever. You can throw something wild in there because you know you're better wild. than him. Wild. You know, you know that you're better than him. I know I am. Right? So play him at his own game. Play him at his beat own him game. At his own game. Because it'll annoy him. It'll annoy him that you've beat him. That's and then oh, you can tell all his mates. Mark. And and shame him. And shame him. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's brutal. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. hardcore, Mark. Yeah. yeah, there you go. That's that's that'd be my I mean That's my advice. I, I like it. it. I mean, I don't know whose is more brutal. I think yours is. Mine's the long game. But it's long got a, game. Yeah, yeah. It's it's less of Mind a, games. Less of is... an angry moment. But, well, yeah. But in time, you're gonna win. <laughs> if you've got a dilemma that you want me and Rock solving. Dial a dilemma. Dial a dilemma. Ladbabypodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Right. Next up, this is my favourite feature. Go Genuinely on. my favourite one. Right, what? let me get my soundboard ready. Oh, yeah. Right, here we go. Go on. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your date night diaries. Woo! Da hey! 
Date night diaries. I love a date night. Date night is the one. We want to hear from you. We want to hear your best, worst, different, bizarrest, craziest, (laughs) most enjoyable date nights you've ever had. And we've had a few of them. We have. We have. And look, this this can be uh, dates with your parents, dates with a partner, dates with your family, first dates, last dates, whatever Whatever you consider a date night. Yeah. We want to hear about it. No matter what happens. I feel like, because we haven't got one this week, that we should talk about one of our crazy dates. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. So, so, I, so again, we want you to, to message in ladbabypodcast at gmail.com. Tell us your date nights and we'll read some out. I mean, we've got some memorable ones. There's the ones with the hot, the uh, hot uh, mo- monster trucks. Yeah. Or how about the Wayne Rooney one? <laughs> Can we tell that one? <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. Oh, it. Yeah, go on. Wayne isn't listening, is he? No, he's not going to be listening. Wayne. Is- well, we, there's nothing bad, but it's nothing bad. It's a, it's a, it's a crazy it's a- end of night date thing. Yeah, Wayne. If, Wayne, if you are listening in America, what's up? Um, <laughs> love you, Wayne. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have this internal battle with Wayne, right? Because obviously he's a legend, all-time England amazing Rooney. striker. Loved him for England, like incredible human being. Having said that, he was Derby County manager. And as a Nottingham Forest fan, that did taint his, you know, legendary status. When you just, met him, he was the bit. Derby Forest manager. Yeah, he was the Derby manager when I met him. So so here's the scene, right? Me and Rox have gone to Manchester. Date to, night. On a date night. We've gone to Manchester to the Etihad to see Ed Sheeran uh, in concert. Two-stepping with a woman I love. Wow. Oh, my problem's gonna get her money. Right, he sounded a lot better than that. Um, <laughs> so we was, we was there seeing him in concert, in gig. Ed and his management had basically invited us because yeah. he was on his world tour, which is very lovely of them. And they put us in a hospitality box. Yeah. Uh, and we got there. Me and Rox had a couple of drinks. Lovely experience. Had a dance, had a sing song. It was an incredible evening. Oh, it was amazing. It? Yeah. So just before. But quite surreal at points as well. Yes. <laughs> so just before Ed actually came out, there's a little, little, little knock, knock at the door. Yeah. Um, in comes Wayne Rooney, right? Wayne Rooney and Colleen, he's obviously another friend of Ed. Ed's put him in the same box as us. Uh, so, you know, lovely. Hello. Hello, Roxy. What, uh, That's Colleen. What, what did Colleen sound like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was right. No, that was they Wayne. were lovely. Um, all, we were all just in a box together, really, because it yeah, was always they, friends together. They were so lovely. We had a bit of a chat about football. Yeah. I asked him about Derby's chances of staying up. Which was brutal from a Forest fan, and they were in relegation. You're so brutal. Uh, he took it very well, legend. Um, anyway, Ed Sheeran came out, the most amazing gig ever. Amazing, we loved it. Love you, Ed. Thank you for inviting us. Anyway, after the concert finished, we're in this hospitality box, and <laughs> you have to sort of wait a bit, don't you, in hospitality for before you got to wait for the arena to empty, yeah. right? Because it's Etihad's massive, right? So you yeah. got to wait for it all to leave, and then they they empty out these boxes. <laughs> So we're in this in this room. There's about ten of us. Some of our friends, some of Ed's, uh, some of uh, Wayne's friends, and we're all sort of chatting. We're having a bit of a drink. We've had a bit of drink. We've had we've had a bit of vodka. We've had a, sure. we've had a few bits. We've had a little buffy. Um, and it beats quiet. Right, we're all just chatting. There's no music. It's just like a quiet well, atmosphere. Wasn't there music out? You know, like when arenas yeah, play like, arena, like background, like background noise. music, but yeah. it's like not in the box where we were. Like distant music. <laughs> And out of nowhere, this is not a joke. No. All I hear is, sweet Caroline. <laughs> right? Out of nowhere, Rain- Wayne Rooney stands up from this table of 10 people like Frank Sinatra. Like 
I'm talking he has a Frank Sinatra voice. He has voice. this incredibly like... The times never felt so good. Yeah. And then his friend's like, so good, so good, so good. And I'm like... Do I sing? Oh, Do I not sing? I'm going What's going in. on? I ain't singing like Frank. I've been inclined. And then you go... Right, so... so I did the d d ds right? And then everyone is stood up, bar me... They're all singing Sweet Caroline. Mark thinks he's getting pranked. I think this is like an episode of Punked or like, you know, so I'm like, the camera crew's about to walk in. This just, can't be real. I'm this, going along with it because I'm thinking, this is brilliant. I'm Rock, loving singing this song. Rox's had a few wines. Her hands are in the air. They're swaying. <laughs> She's belting it out. I'm mumbling like that. And I. and I genuinely thought it was like a setup, like Ant and Dex in somebody's ear, like setting somebody up. Like, I know. And it was really hard because he was he was actually a good singer. He was. He could sing so well. And then he sung something else, didn't he? He sung Sweet Caroline and, oh, didn't he sing a Frank Sinatra? He sung. Um, um, oh, what was it? Sweet Caroline, and then he did uh, my. Was it my way? My way. He did my way. That was what he did. <laughs> he did my way. He just. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and I was like, this, "This can't be real." This, I did it. Was it my way? I did it my way. But the weird thing was, it wasn't weird. It didn't feel weird. It was like. <gasps> This is a moment. Like it, it was an evening goosebumps. with. I got goosebumps. Look, again. an evening with Wayne Rooney. I mean, it was. Who it knew? Was Who knew? Yeah. And then, and then the guy. There was these some of his friends, and there were some other friends there. He started singing uh, Bob Marley. No woman, no cry. And it was like in the end, like a little karaoke. And then it was like these two old security guards came in, and there was like. Oh, hi. Yeah, just to let you know, um, the, arena's all, all, the arena's emptying and all of us are in this box singing Frank Sinatra. No, not all of us. I wasn't singing. Yeah, I you... sat there like Mark was I was in the twilight up. zone. What is going on? <laughs> Rox is swaying. Everyone's I'm singing. Like this. Bob it's Marley's going. for me. Yeah. Um, so if you've got a date night that's better, weirder, bizarre, funnier or anything like that, um, do let us know. <laughs> and no one will believe that story. No one People will. People will never People believe think the stories we've got. We've got one for every every week coming up. You've got to tune in to see these date nights. Yeah, date if you've got a date night you want us to read out, send it in to us, ladbabypodcast at gmail.com. Right, next feature, Ox. Go on. This is, uh, I mean, I'm going to say oh. you're my favourite. Living with a... Savannah. Savannah. <laughs> Living with a savannah. Living with a savannah. If you live with someone north of Watford, i.e. the Midlands or up north, up north, there is this divide of how we say things, right? So I will say the word path. path. Mark path. Path. Right. So this is this is it drives me mad, right? Because <laughs> rocks all her family. Everyone down in the south. Don't, don't, don't mess all, with the south. All, all talk with this ridiculous, like, they put, they put R's in words that aren't there. And <laughs> I don't understand it. I, so It's the Queen's English. It's not the, right. So <laughs> I thought I'd do this feature every week where we try and teach Rox how to speak properly. Because, <gasps> because you don't know how to talk. You are going to ignite Rox, the whole of the south. If there's any uh, English teachers listening, oh, please get in touch. Oh, don't go there. Uh, and we can, so we can teach Rox about her phonics. Um, oh. ahead of ahead of this learning session. This breaks into many areas, though, because, you know, when I moved up to Nottingham, right. the whole 
roll, cob, right, yeah, we're sausage. Not getting, we'll get into regional things later. That's right? hard. That's secondary. We've got to teach you the basics before we get into Don't, don't under it. I, skip, I may right. be dyslexic, but I know how to speak. Right, 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 right. right, right. We're going to start Here with we a word. This is this week's word. Go on. Right. I'm going to spell it for you, and then you've just got to tell me what it is. Idiot. No. <laughs> Go on. K. R. A. F. T. Craft. 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 There's no. I there's no R want in it. To do some craft. I, I want, want to, to do, do some craft. <laughs> I want to do some craft. Yeah, some craft. Hey, craft. Hey, hey, little one, pass me some craft. You pieces. sound like you're just about to like oh, go. craft. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't craft. craft. You you sound like a, an angry dog when you say it. Craft. Hey, William, pass me the craft kit. There's nothing wrong with speaking. There's no like R in it. There's no R. Craft. C R A F T. There is a craft. Cro oh. Yeah, but you're adding Craw. another R in it. You have to cro oh. Like you're adding another R after the A. C R A. You're adding another R in there. C R A. Look, you can't mess with the best, baby. I'm not messing with What about? Craft. It doesn't, right. If there's any um, English or phonics teachers. Just anyone. Just anyone. Just anyone. Throw me a bone here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly any English teachers. Craft work. Craft. I, th I don't think there's K a problem. Let's, let's do some phonics. K K R A F T. K R A F T. Craft. No, no, it doesn't work, does it? I'll always put an R in. K R A F T. K R A F T. It's just craft. uncouth. I don't like it's it. It's uncouth. The craft is uncouth. <laughs> so, if you have any North South divides, please send them in because it drives us mad. Where Mark and me have always like. Even the kids now, one will say craft or gate. Or no, the, well, the problem we have with the kids is now Phoenix says bath and bath. Kobe says bath. Yeah. So now we've got a divide within the children. The great, so, the great thing is, is when you say to Kobe, do you want a bath? He, he says, doesn't no. get it. He says, no. And I go, do you want a bath? He goes, yes. <laughs> what a guy. No. What a guy. No, we've got to divide within our own children. Kobe is me. Let us know who is right. Please, we need this. It doesn't matter if it's right or wrong. It, it, I mean, it does. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to win. Um, and then finally, just before we go, Rox didn't know I was doing this feature. I've just got one more feature that I thought of literally this morning. Another which, one. And another one. You've got um, another feature. I've got another what? one. It's this one. <laughs> Name that sound. Oh, no. Da, da, da. Why have you added this in? Right, because I found a soundboard when I set up my soundboards earlier. Oh, if you missed my soundboards. It better not be rude. Right, it's not rude. No, I found um, I found a, a whole series of sounds right. that are so abstract. I They're so funny, right? <laughs> so what we're going to do at the end of every week, I'm going to play a sound, right. and you've got a whole week, as well as everyone else listening, right. to see if you can work out what the sound is. It could be a sound of anything. Let, oh, I bet you've done some like... It could I, be the sound of anything. No, but it's from an official soundboard. So this is right. like on a website of sounds. And you go, you're going to... I'm going to play it now. And then everyone, you've got to tune can in. Can I guess? I guess now, You can yeah? try and guess. Yeah. You can try and help people. But everyone's got to tune in next okay, week to find so out the answer. Okay, so they've got a guess. Fine. Everyone's got a guess. Right. right. Are you ready for it? Let me get it up nice Let, and loud. I bet it's obscure. You ready? I know what you're like. <laughs> <laughs> what the actual... What is that sound? Let me play it again. 
Mark, that's you that... should call this what the actual. No, it's what's that sound? What's that? What is that sound? It sounds. Start play it one more time. <laughs> it sounds like the scene from you know Jim Carrey where he comes out the back of a rhino. Yeah, Ace Ventura. It's kind of hard in there, rhino. So is that. So you think it's an animal? <laughs> That sounds is. like a rhino having a bad poo. Okay, that's I'm Rox's guess. Rhino with constipation. Do you think they'd list that on a soundboard website? <laughs> oh, yeah, fair point. Right. No, yeah. Um, Everybody, have a think about it. You have until next week. At the end of next week's show, I'll have another sound for you and I'll tell you what that sound was. Here it is one more time. Rhino with constipation, most definitely, or a bellyache. That don't sound like a good time to me. <laughs> there you go. Is that it? Is that, that is it. That is episode one. We've definitely talked for longer than what we should have done. hundred percent. Wow. Um, I've enjoyed it so much. It's been amazing. I guys, hope you guys have enjoyed it. Thank you so much thank for you. listening. Thank we you, hope you so, come back. so much for listening. Uh, it's been amazing doing this with everyone. And as promised, if 10,000 of you listen uh, to this first episode, next week we'll play the full soundtrack to Rox's anthem. And we'll be telling you more about our life, more about date nights, and I can't wait to hear about your dialer dilemmas. And please help me with that sound. Because <laughs> if I'm honest, it's going to annoy me all week. Right, guys, thank you very much. I'm going to play you out with uh, a bit more of Rox's song that we have heard. Don't forget to follow. Thank you. Oh! Thanks, guys. See you later. Have a good week.